Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. At the center of a lawsuit against the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, I'm Mike Marilla. A vigil to celebrate the life of a woman killed in a recent apartment fire in Silver Spring. I'm Scott Gelman. Could Amazon's Jeff Bezos be closer to buying the commanders? We had a day of gains on Wall Street. The Dow was up 109. Checking your Asian stocks this morning. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Russia's war in Ukraine is now a year old. Vladimir Putin's goals are mostly unmet. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky just now saying the anniversary marks a year of pain, sorrow, faith, and unity. I'm Cammy McCormick. My guess is that we're, we're headed for a long war. Stephen Biddle of the Council on Foreign Relations says the Russian military assault shows no signs of letting up. Wars like this often end in mutual war weariness and we're a long way from anything like that. Sergei Radchenko of Johns Hopkins. I think probably the most likely scenario, despite it all, is that we will have some form of a frozen conflict. And keeping Ukraine supplied with weapons will grow increasingly costly for NATO allies. Back here, the big story in the lower 48 states is the weather affecting many of them. One storm system along the northwest dumping way more snow than usual on Portland, not to mention parts of California that rarely see any. While in the upper Midwest, hundreds of thousands remain in the dark. In Michigan, a volunteer firefighter died after coming into contact with a downed power line. The storm left about a million people without power. We lost power about 6 o'clock last night and we stayed at our house and it, it, it's really cold. Bitter cold broke centuries-old records in parts of Colorado and Wyoming where it was negative 26 degrees. There was an early evening mass shooting in Philadelphia. Seven people wounded, including a very small child and five teenagers. Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw. The victims range from ages 2 to 31. We do know that the two-year-old is the child of the 31-year-old female that was shot. At the South Carolina family murder trial of prominent attorney Alec Murdoch, accused of killing his wife and one of his sons, dramatic testimony from the defendant reported by Bradley Blackburn. He admitted on the stand that he lied to police about his whereabouts just before the killings. He said an opioid addiction clouded his judgment. As my addiction evolved over time, I would get in these situations or circumstances where I would get paranoid thinking. Singer R. Kelly, already serving 30 years in prison in New York, has been sentenced to 20 more in a separate case in Chicago, but only one of those to be served after he completes the New York term. Prosecutor John Lausch. In spite of his fame and fortune, Mr. Kelly has been sent a clear message that the sexual exploitation of children will not be tolerated. Russia has now launched a rescue ship for two cosmonauts and a NASA astronaut whose original ride back sprang a dangerous leak at the International Space Station, one of the few places left of U.S.-Russian cooperation. This is CBS News. Business owners, General Steel can help save you thousands by owning your own custom-designed buildings. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit GeneralSteel.com. Eric. Oh, Hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your -your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. WTOP at 103. 
Friday morning, February 24th, 2023. Clear to partly cloudy, breezy overnight early morning. Lows in the 40s and 50s around the region by daybreak. We're at 64 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your 1 a.m. hour ride, topping the local stories that we're following for you as we do head into this day together. We begin this morning with Prince George's County Police having arrested the man who stole a car this week that had a three-year-old boy inside at the time. Police safely located Blake Morgan this week after an Amber Alert was issued locally out of Prince George's County. Now, police say the toddler was sitting in a Nissan that was stolen by a man at the Royal Farms gas station located on Old Marlboro Pike. The car also has been recovered, we're told. It all started with a call over suspected shoplifting of sunglasses this week. Mount Fairfax County Police have released the name this morning of the man shot and killed after a foot chase near Tyson's Corner Center. Fairfax County Police identified the man who was shot and killed after running from officers near Tyson's Corner Center Wednesday night as 37-year-old Timothy McCree Johnson of the district. In an updated statement, police say when they responded to a report of shoplifting, they saw Johnson leave the Nordstrom store, then run through the parking garage to a wooded area as they called for him to get on the ground. Both officers fired their weapons, and Johnson was hit once in the chest. He died later at an area hospital. Both officers are veterans with seven and eight years on the job, respectively. The case is being investigated by Internal Affairs, along with an independent review by the police auditor. Police have not said whether Johnson was armed. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 105. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office is being sued after an inmate says he was put into a scalding hot shower earlier this month, which caused first and second degree burns. Now, a warning from WTOP this morning. Parts of this report may be disturbing for some listeners. The shower in question took place after pepper spray was sprayed in Richard Pylon's cell at the Loudoun County Detention Center. Deputies say it was used after he refused verbal commands as they tried to move him out of his cell. Once out, Pylon and body camera footage can be seen being put in a restraint chair, and then that chair was wheeled into a shower and the water turned on. It's the sound of Pylon screaming from the video. The lawsuit claims that at that time he was being burned by the water. The lawyers also claim that during that time the deputy involved showed an absence of even scant care or prudence for the health and safety of Pylon. The sheriff's office says an investigation showed the sole cause of the injuries was a faulty mixing valve, which allowed the water to get hotter than 110 degrees. Pyland is behind bars ahead of a trial on a sexual assault charge. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 106 Friday morning on WTOP. Over 50 people gathered this week in front of the Arrive Apartments Complex in Silver Spring, happening Thursday night. This was to honor the life of Melanie Diaz, who died in an apartment fire last weekend. Thursday, Maryland State's fire marshal says the apartment building did not have a sprinkler system. Standing in front of posters with Diaz's picture, stuffed animals and candles, her boyfriend, Sobalvaro, recalled her values. She always said, the, you don't have to be the loudest voice in the room. You have to be the right one and know how to use it correctly. In her final moments, he says she fought to protect her dogs. When they found her, they found her hugging Sammy and Ella. She had removed her jacket and covered them so as to maximize their ability to live. Odalis Roblero says she was blown away by the turnout here outside the apartment complex. Seeing everyone, it just seems like a lot, a lot of people care about Melanie. A memorial mass has been planned at Georgetown University on Saturday in Silver Spring. Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has hired an investment firm, we're told, to evaluate a possible bid for the Washington Commanders. Two people familiar with the situation speaking with the Washington Post this week. Bezos is working right now with Allen & Company, which is a New York-based firm that specializes in prominent transactions involving professional sports franchises. Now, it is not clear this hour whether Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, will make a bid formally for the football team, but his association with Allen & Company represents, many think, a concrete sign of his interest. We will definitely have to stay tuned for that. Coming right up after traffic and weather this morning of hour on WTOP. D.C. police don't always use their body cameras as required in nearly half of videos reviewed. I'm Megan Cloherty. It is Friday, February 24th. Time now on WTOP 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start again in Virginia. 395 has gotten busy all of a sudden. The earlier crash we had near Route 1 Crystal City has now been moved over to the right shoulder nearer to Boundary Channel, but they're still leaking a little bit into that right lane, so crowding the right lane. Northbound 395 as you make for the 14th Street Bridge. New crash coming out of the Springfield Interchange northbound on 395 is going to be on the ramp to go west on Edsel Road. Looks like we had one slide off the ramp, and that ramp is blocked as a result. 95, northbound work continues after Falmouth, the right lane getting by near Dale City. Again to the right, single file near exit 156 as you make for the Occoquan River Bridge. Southbound is not affected. 66, stepping around the cones westbound, especially near the Fairfax County Parkway where you are single left past the work and then near the Manassas rest area where in the main line of 66 westbound, you're single file to the right. In the 66 express lanes, same area, single left past the work heading for Sudley Road. On the Capitol Beltway, interloop work after Georgetown Pike is two to the left to get by. On the outer loop after the GW Parkway, two right lanes getting you past that work zone and then again... On the outer loop near Route 7, exit 47, at least one right lane gets you past the work zone heading for I-66. On the Maryland Beltway, the crash activity we had on the outer loop ramp to Route 1 College Park has now been concluded. Those lanes have been reopened. Interloop, watch for lingering work near College Park should should be over on the left side. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound work continues before Greenbelt Road. Right lane gets by, and then on the parkway ramp, from the southbound Parkway ramp to the interloop of the Capitol Beltway. That ramp blocked for overnight work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Tracking the next couple of days for you. Your Friday going to be much cooler, if not colder, than it was out there on our Thursday. But we had 81 degrees, 80 for the fourth time ever in our history in the D.C. metro area. So kind of amazing there. But much cooler conditions on our Friday. Winds gusting upwards of 30 to 40 miles an hour will make it feel even colder on our Thursday, or rather on our Friday night. So if you're heading out to dinner, make sure you bundle up. Very cold on on Saturday. Highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. And we could even see some snow showers. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Almost 80 degrees in parts of the area, and now we're talking snow. Wow. We're at 51 degrees this morning to Manassas, 61, 10 degrees warmer Metro Center, 63 in Frederick, Maryland. We are at 62 now in our nation's capital. And coming up this 1 a.m. hour for you on WTOP. Art to go-go. What will draw the region's most creative forces here to Anacostia? I'm John Doman. It's 1... The WTOP Charity of the Month is Easter Seals. Since 1945, Easter Seals has worked tirelessly to enhance quality of life for children and adults with disabilities, low-income families, and for those with military backgrounds. Providing child development, adult daycare, and comprehensive military family support in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people realize their potential and live their most meaningful lives. 
For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The father, a black man in a blue uniform. The mother, full of hope. When they welcome their newborn son, can they protect him in a world filled with danger? Washington National Opera presents the D.C. premiere of Blue, a profound story of grief and resilience after a death at the hands of police. See why the Music Critics Association named Blue the best new opera of 2020. March 11th through 25th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Good Friday morning, February 24th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 1.12. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. A new story you're hearing only on WTOP this morning. The principal, assistant principal, and several staff members at Hayfield Elementary in Fairfax County have apparently been placed on leave. In a statement, the school system says it's reviewing their response to an alleged disciplinary incident between two students. The county says it cannot share more information about the incident due to student privacy laws. Until further notice, other administrators will be leading the school system. Loudoun County Public Schools System ME spokesman Wayne Byard. Let's try that again. Loudoun County Public School spokesman Wayne Byard will not be allowed a change of venue after all for his upcoming perjury trial. The Washington Post reports that a Loudoun County judge denied a motion by Byard to move his trial to another county. Byard was indicted for perjury by a special grand jury looking into the school system's handling of two sexual assaults by the same high school student. He had argued that Virginia's governor and attorney general tainted the jury pool by repeatedly describing county residents as victims of what they call a cover-up by LCPS and Byard. Prosecutors argue the defense has not shown any evidence Byard won't be able to get a fair trial and that the average person is even following this case closely. It's always good to know when you're being recorded, especially when you're interacting with police. Observers say there's a consistent problem with D.C. police officers forgetting, apparently, to mention that their body camera is recording. In reviewing the nearly 800 complaints about D.C. police officers last year, employees at D.C.'s Office of Police Complaints noticed a trend. We saw that a total of 45% of all the cases we investigated included some sort of non-compliance with policies and procedures. Michael Tobin, who runs the department, says in very few cases, the officer forgot to turn the camera on. The majority of it is an officer not telling the community member that they are being recorded. And then the second biggest violation that we're seeing is officers turning off the camera too early. Tobin says his office has seen about 800 complaints a year since 2017. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A budding arts culture east of the river locally just got a big boost from the mayor's office this week. City leaders and awesome artists are celebrating the creation of the new Anacostia Arts and Culture District. It will um, give us a tool to attract and retain businesses. It will uh, have attention to artists that don't necessarily get all the attention, but they're brilliant. Christina Noel is the head of the Anacostia Business Improvement District, and she's says the designation will help amplify the amazing work that Ward 8 artists like Kiana Jones have been doing here for years. Art saved lives. That's what I really believe. It saved mine. So I'm excited that people jumping on the bandwagon now. In Anacostia, John Dome and WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think red. It's Friday, 115 on February 24th in Robster. The Capitals made a trade ahead of what ended up being a physical 4-2 loss to the Anaheim Ducks. Alex Ovechkin was in the lineup for the first time since the death of his father, but also expressed the loss of teammates Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway in a deal with Boston. Oh, it's sad. Great teammates, good friends, good players. It's hard, but uh, wish him luck and uh, we have to move on. Yeah, but that didn't look like a team that moved on, Coach Peter Laviolette. That's part of the business of the game. I think the guys know that, and that's a sidebar. We needed to play a hockey game. We needed to win a game. We didn't get it done. The Caps' six straight regulation losses are their most since 2003 before Ovi was a capital and the NHL had a salary cap. New commander's assistant head coach and offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy met the D.C. media in an energetic press conference that made obvious the juice he'll bring to the burgundy and gold. I have never, ever backed down from a challenge. So I'm embracing this challenge. I'm fired up. I'm excited. My vision is this. I got to make sure that I'm putting these guys in the best situation to be the most explosive the most dynamic, and also, more importantly, giving us the best opportunity to be successful. Oh, that's music to Terry McLaurin's ears. I'm just really excited to get to know him first, you know what I mean, before we start talking X's and O's, but I like to hear a guy who has a plan, but also the boundaries of what needs to take place to be successful. And in that press conference, I heard why Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach and also why he's not a head coach. A new D.C. Sports Huddle is on WTOP.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 116 on WTOP. Good morning. This is WTOP News. I love the winter. Well, that's a good thing. After this warm couple of days we've had around here, it's supposed to be, get colder this weekend. Winter storms are battering parts of the U.S., and CBS News' Dana Bacchus has the latest for You know, this is what I live for. Snowplow driver Chris Donahue has been working nonstop since Monday, trying to keep the road south of Minneapolis clear. I can't sleep. It's too much fun. I enjoy this way too much. About a foot of snow dropped around the Twin Cities. I see a lot of people go in the ditch. Yesterday we counted at least seven on the way down and 15 on the way back. Portland, Oregon saw nearly 11 inches of snow. Okay, it's not the way that you want to go down that hill. No. While hundreds of downed trees close roads outside the city. Nationwide, more than 1,000 flights were canceled this week on Thursday. 5,000 more delayed. Among the top stories we're following for you Friday morning on WTOP. Locally, that three-year-old boy who was the subject of an Ember Alert out of Prince George's County this week we hear that has been found safe and sound, a suspect also arrested in the case. The crew of the freight train carrying those dangerous chemicals that derailed in Ohio have gotten a warning now about an overheating wheel bearing and how they try to slow down the situation. China is calling for a ceasefire between Russia and Ukraine and for the start of peace talks to end the war on this one-year anniversary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Friday morning, February 21st. 21st. It's 24th. <laughs> 118 on WTOP. Sometimes I wonder where I get these numbers from. Let's check in with Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. I'm getting you a calendar for your birthday. I don't care what the heck they say. I'm getting you a calendar and a big old... You'll know what the day is. We start in Virginia at 95 northbound after Falmouth. The right lane getting by the work still. Flow is much better. No sign of any stoppages, though they pulled a couple of surprise ones on us yesterday morning. Can't rule them out, but so far so good. Northbound 95. As you pass exit 133. Additionally, as you get closer to, to Dale City, 
Exit 156, we're going to find the work zone over on the left. You're going to find yourself getting by a single file to the right. On the rest of the 95 right, it is good. 395 northbound, the ramp to go west on Enzo Road. We had one slide off the ramp, so that ramp was blocked at last report. The rest of the issues on 395 had been resolved up by Boundary Channel. It's a good ride now to the 14th Street Bridge. Not going to go there yet. We're going to go to 66 now. Westbound, we've still got the work zones outside the beltway. Kind of sticky, but... Fairly manageable with with less speed and more caution. Westbounders after the Fairfax County Parkway left lane getting by. And then near the Manassas rest area, main line gets by in the right lane. Express lanes to the left in a single file past the work heading for Sudley Road. Eastbounders, no effect, no delay. On the Capitol Beltway, outer loop work after the George Washington Memorial Parkway with a right, two right lanes getting by. Then down to at least a single right lane on the outer loop after Route 7. Inner loop work after Georgetown Pike heading for the GW Parkway. That's two left lanes getting by as you make for the Legion Bridge in Maryland. Interloop work on the Capitol Beltway near Route 1 College Park. Two to the right getting by. BW Parkway southbound still sluggish heading for Greenbelt Road and a single right lane getting past that work zone. The ramp from the southbound parkway to the interloop of the Capitol Beltway. That was blocked by work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Your Friday, well starting off okay, but definitely not a fantastic Friday as we'll see winds gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour and falling temperatures. Highs in the afternoon in the upper 40s to around 50 and by the time we reach our Friday night heading to dinner Wind chills will be in the 30s. Saturday morning, even colder. I've got wind chills in the 20s, so a very cold start. A cold day, too. Highs only in the upper 30s to low 40s. Could even see some snow showers during the day on Saturday. Sunday, we rebound nicely back into the upper 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Still comfortable this early morning. We're at 61 degrees Friday morning in Hyattsville, 64 Fredericksburg, 61 in Foggy Bottom. We have dropped a degree or two. We're down to 60 now in our nation's capital. This check, this 1 a.m. hour, brought to you on WTLP this morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Lots more to get to this half hour on WTLP, including... A D.C. police officer now knows if he'll be charged for shooting and killing a man with a gun at the wharf. I'm Mike Marillo. Maryland's governor says he's chosen the best person to lead the state police. I'm Kate Ryan. How leaders in one part of our area are responding to a rise in car thefts. I'm Scott Gelman. We're back right after this Friday morning, 121 on WTLP. Do stay with us. Here's Amira Boland the federal customer experience lead for the Office of Management and Budget on the discussion, The Digital Front Door and Transforming Customer Experience and the Citizen Journey, sponsored by Maximus and Salesforce. By cross-agency life experiences work shared pretty detailed journey maps that were pretty honest, which was really uncomfortable for people. But the fact that we've been transparent about the way in which we've done the work and are really articulating the pain points that the American public has with these services, that's huge for us. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Maximus. Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead, leading with new ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 122. 
This is WTOP News. In the summer of last year, in July to be specific, an off-duty D.C. officer jumped into action when an attempted robbery happened nearby. That response ended with a man being shot and killed. Now, prosecutors say the officer involved will not face any charges in the case. The shooting happened while D.C. Police Commander Jason Bagshaw was off-duty and having dinner with his wife, who's an MPD investigator at the wharf. Federal prosecutors say an independent review shows the couple saw people crouching and responded to the scene and found Lazarus Wilson of Dumfries involved in what appeared to be an attempted robbery. Bagshaw had his service weapon. He took it out and told Wilson, MPD, drop the gun. Wilson, according to prosecutors, didn't comply with the command, and that's when Bagshaw fired, killing Wilson. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. says federal prosecutors found insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Commander Bagshaw used excessive force under the circumstances. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. At a time when the Maryland State Police is being investigated for its hiring practices and there are allegations of a ticket-writing quota, Maryland Governor Wes Moore announcing his pick this week for the job to lead the office. Lieutenant Colonel Roland Butler is a veteran of the Maryland State Police, and he's been acting superintendent since November, appointed at that time by then-Governor Larry Hogan. In Annapolis, Governor Wes Moore told reporters Butler is the best person for the job. During his career, Lieutenant Colonel Butler has served in line and supervisory positions in both the patrol and investigation bureaus. Butler faces a Senate confirmation vote and said he'd handle head-on the challenges in the department including a federal investigation into hiring practices and allegations reported by the Baltimore Banner that troopers were pressured into writing tickets to meet quotas. I will not support quotas. I will not support inappropriate behavior. We're here to safeguard the communities and the people within Maryland. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Carjackers in D.C. have been targeting certain Hyundais and Kias. So now the city is offering up an old-fashioned fix to owners. The wheel locks will be available to D.C. residents who own a 2011 to 2021 Hyundai or Kia car. D.C. police and the mayor's office are launching the program in part because of a social media challenge that involves using a USB cable to steal certain cars. The car companies donated a 1,000 wheel locks for the city to distribute. There were over 3,700 car thefts in D.C. last year, an increase of 8% compared to 2021. The locks can be picked up starting Friday at several D.C. police stations. They'll be offered on a first-come, first-served basis, and proof of D.C. registration, a steel key ignition, and a D.C. license are required. Prince George's County Police in Maryland started offering the steering wheel locks earlier this week. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Friday morning, February 24th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 125. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. A return to gains on Wall Street as the Dow closed up 109, NASDAQ gained 83, S&P up 21. Apple is reportedly closer to bringing no-prick glucose monitoring to its watch. Sources tell Bloomberg the company's no-prick monitoring is now at a proof-of-concept stage and good enough that it could come to market once it's smaller. It co-starred with Tom Cruise in Maverick Top Gun. Now the Wall Street Journal reports Boeing will end production of the F-A-18 Super Hornet combat jet. Brandon Hazelton, WTOP News. From the to-do list to the action list, selling your home. This is Dave Johnson. How do you do that? It's been on your mind. Believe me, I've been there, the anxiety. Want to sell the home, but how do we start? You start at the start of the month, March 1st, Wednesday, March 1st, 630. Connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. It's her free seller seminar. It's simple. You connect to JenniferYoungHomes.com, and that's how you reserve your spot. Go ahead. Get your questions answered. Start your home selling journey at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700.
Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after 